Chapter Twenty Six of the Mermaid's Message and Other Stories. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Campbell Shelp. Chapter Twenty Six The Willow's Wish by Kate L. Brown. When the autumn came, the willow tree felt sad and uncomfortable. It saw the maple in a gorgeous robe of red and gold, while the oak stood proudly dressed in terracotta. Even the walnuts and chestnuts were fine in garments of sunny brown and gold. The willow sadly rustled its thin foliage and sighed bitterly. What an ugly old tree I am, it said. My trunk is clumsy and twisted. My branches have no grace. In the autumn time, when every other tree is fairly flaming, my leaves are just a sickly faded green. Some, it is true, have a golden edge, but that hardly shows. I believe I'll stop growing. When I was younger, I did not mind my clumsiness so much. Now that I am old, I see plainly that I am indeed a poor thing. Oh dear, oh dear, peeped the birds perched upon its branches. Don't get blue, dear old friend. What should we birds do without you? As long as I can remember, we have rested in your branches on our way south every fall, and again in the spring as we returned north. No other tree would seem so cozy. Well, I thank you, said the willow. That certainly makes me feel better. Let me say one word, came from the grass below, where a late wild forget-me-not was nestling. We flowers could not do without you. You are a strong, grand friend. You spread your branches over us, keeping away the rough winds. Your leaves drop down and cover us with a warm blanket when it is time to go to sleep. I'm sure the cows in summer would miss your shade, and the bees in spring the nectar in your blossoms. Would not the children miss you too? Think of the hundreds of whistles that have been made from you. Are you tired of being the friend of all so many years? No, no, said the tree very quickly. I am much ashamed of myself. Please forget my grumbling. Goodbye, said the birds. We will come again. Goodbye, dear willow. Goodbye, said the forget-me-not. Throw down my blanket, for I grow sleepy. Cheer up, old friend. When the birds came back in the spring, the willow was again clothed in gold. From every twig hung its lovely catkins, scattering their yellow pollen, and filling the air with fragrance. The early bees were there, having a feast, and a whole row of children sat on the fence laughing and blowing their newly made whistles. "'Isn't the old willow lovely?' said one little girl, looking upward. "'It is all gold,' said another. "'See the pollen float down. And the bees, they are just covered with gold, too.' "'What did I tell you?' said the birds. "'Why, this is just my spring dress that I have on every year,' said the willow. "'I am glad if it is lovely. "'I believe I did complain last fall. "'It was very foolish.' "'You are all right,' peeped the birds. "'So we can leave you with easy minds. "'Good-bye.'" End of chapter 26